Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about, are you ready? A lot of stuff. Oh no. The Golden Globes, The Post, The Greatest Showman, The Shape of Water, Molly's Game, Pitch Perfect 3, 911, The Four, and Justin Timberlake. That's too much. We're going to go real quick through the movies. We saw a lot of movies. We haven't done this in a minute. You're right. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. That's me. What's up? Oh, nothing. How was your week? How was your holidays? It was really good. How was yours? How were yours, or how was yours? How? See, I know. See, so there's so many Jewish people in L.A. that I oft, I feel like I have to say, how was your holiday? Wait, Jumanji was not on that list? Oh, I gotta add. And you know, I also thought we didn't talk about Star Wars. Or Molly's Game. I said Molly's Game. Oh. Okay, I'll add Jumanji. Should we redo the intro? No. Um, okay. If we didn't talk about Star Wars, we're not really that podcast. And our question is is about Star Wars, so we'll just talk about them. Um, my holidays were very nice. Christmas, I hung out with my family. I saw basically everybody I've ever met for the most part. It is weird, like, the further away I am from being home, more and more people ditch me. Yeah. Like, they act like it's not that... Like, it's not a big deal to see me anymore. Totally. And then I just remember those people really aren't my, like, actual friends. So it's okay. Do they listen to this? Um, I don't think so. One of them I'll excuse the other one every single time he does it. So I'm like, you know, what's the... Why are we still doing this? No. Not (laughs) Vahid. (laughs) No, I would kill him if he blew me off. Um, I did see his gym. Oh, that's cool. That was cool. You saw him perform? No, but he did a handstand for my Polaroid. I'll show you. I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, I'd, if he blew me off, I'd be like, look. Mm. Um, and New Year's was great. I spent it in Raleigh. We watched Andy and Andy. Did you watch them at all? It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Okay, the earlier that we watched it, I thought he was, it was funny and very, like, they were great. The, when we came, we left and came back. When we came back and it was like around midnight, Andy Cohen, I'm going to say Andy Cooper, Andy Cohen's steam had just so, I think he was just cold, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, that's really what it looked like, is he was cold. But, like, he like he seemed dead. And that's, remember, he has a 30-minute talk show. This was, like, a five-hour broadcast. Yeah, it was bad. But and, uh, Anderson Cooper just kept looking at him like, oof, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like, you could tell the, the vibe just was not. And they kept, they kept talking about being cold, and I was like, mm, we get yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, you have to do something cold. else. But uh, it was super highly rated, so they'll be it back was. next year. Oh yeah, they they like doubled what Kathy Griffin did ever. Like on her highest day, they said that it doubled. Dude, that sucks. But people love them. Yeah, oh, and also they advertised it a lot more this year. That's they had like true. billboards for it. Um. Okay. So the first. Oh no, Utah. What did you do for New Year's? What did you do for Christmas? We hung out here. It was great. Did you use it and stay awake for midnight? Absolutely not. We left at 11.30. I was asleep by 12.01. Okay. I, it was, I just wasn't into it. Yeah. I was so tired. But we had a very good time. I think, yeah, my mom was over here first, and we went to her place. Oh, perfect. We played categories in Yahtzee. Yahtzee? I don't, is that the one with the dice? Yeah, it's hard. I haven't played it. It's basically just luck, but it's a good time. Okay. And Christmas was great. What was the best gift that you got? These Uggs that Gimbal Patcher got me, the gift card for Ikea, literally a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It was very nice. I want to put my feet in your Uggs. 
Yeah, do it. Okay. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes were tonight. We literally just finished them. Yeah, 37, 37 minutes. minutes ago. So it's 8.37 if you're trying to keep track. Yeah. Um, they were hosted by Seth Meyers. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a fine job. Basically didn't even exist the whole time. He was only in it for the first 20 minutes. He acknowledged it, and I agree. It was a very thankless task to have, to be the first big Hollywood award show in the middle of all this controversy. Yes. Because he has to address Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, and the whole thing, and he has to do it in a joke way. But it's, like, way too soon to be making jokes about it. Right. And the more you make jokes about it, the more it seems like it's, like, a trivial thing. Exactly. And also, I will say about the whole word show, there is a lot of, like, self-congratulations going on about how they forwarded the movement and all this stuff like that. But, like, we're so in the middle of it that it all seems way too early. Yeah. It almost seems like we shouldn't even be talking about it. It would have been a lot more powerful if everybody wore black and we didn't spend the whole night discussing it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, again, it's a, it's a tricky thing. Like, there is no good way of handling it. I agree. And I thought he did a good job for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, the biggest goober of the whole evening, the president of the Hollywood Press, Foreign Press Association not wearing black. When it was such a big deal that everybody was going to wear black. Yeah. She wore red. But she wore a pin. Yeah. But, like, if you look in the room, she's the only person not in black. Yeah. It's kind of bizarre. That was a weird, maybe a weird choice. Um, also, Natalie. That was a weird moment. Yeah. But everybody online loved it. Natalie Portman, when they got to the direct, if you didn't watch it, you got to the director's part. She said, and here are the all male nominees. Yeah. While I appreciate the moment, those men, five men, didn't necessarily do that. And you shouldn't piss on their party. I don't mean to say piss, but like, it's a little <laughs> rude to be like, you know. Yeah. You don't, like, it, like, takes away from their moment. They didn't do anything. And the homeboy said he's been working for 25 years for this moment. And she minimalized it in one second. But whatever. I still like Natalie Portman. And Where the Heart Is is the best movie ever made. So, <laughs> um, the big winner, Three Billboards. Yeah. Which I was expecting, but also, and, like, I really did like that movie. But there's just something not exciting about that winning. Exactly. Gary Oldman was great in that movie. That movie, Darkest Hour, I did not like. But him winning, there's just something not exciting about that. Correct. Sertia winning, Lady Bird winning, that was very exciting. I agree. And Allison Janney, I'm thrilled for her, but I do feel a little bad for Laurie Metcalf. I wish they both could win. You never know. There could be a tie. I know. And maybe she'll win SAG. Like, they'll go back and forth. Yeah, exactly. But it's, um, what's interesting is, like, Allison Janney, as much as she's never had a movie moment like this, she's won awards regularly. Yeah, she's very. And Laurie Metcalf has not. Even though she's been nominated a couple times in the last few years, she's not winning. So it's, like, it's much more of, like, a moment for her. But, again, she's thrilled to be nominated for an Oscar, or hopefully, you know what I mean? So that's, who cares? Yeah. That's what if nominated. Allison doesn't get nominated? For an Oscar? Yeah. I mean, the world would, I'd turn upside down. We'd delete the podcast. Um, TV side of it, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I have not watched. That was bizarre. But they, a lot of times on the Golden Globes, give them to like the brand new show. Which I think is good and bad. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like, it hasn't quite... It's, like, so fresh yeah. that sometimes it doesn't really live up to that later. Yeah. The only one who didn't do that was Girls. Yeah. No, actually, the first year, remember, she did win. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
And she had that weird brown dress on. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> With the God, short haircut. She looked terrible. <laughs> I love her, but like that was not a good night. Um, and what one draw? And Handmaid's Tale, which deservedly so. You see, but I think The Crown season two was more deserving. And the problem with that is that came out like a week before they voted. Exactly. So they didn't have to, you know what I mean? Half the people in the room haven't even seen it yet. It was a disservice. Yeah. 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 So, um, but you're right. And she'll win the Emmy for sure. I'm sure. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe Handmaid's Tale will win again. Yeah, that's true. You never know. Yeah. They'll constantly be competing against each other. Oh, yeah. Which sucks. I know. Um, and Big Little Lies won everything. Wait, did you know that at the Emmys, the last network drama to win was 24? And ever since then, it's been like cable TV shows that have won. That doesn't surprise me. But wow. And guess what it was? The last network TV show to win. 24. Yes. You just said that. Oh, I did? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, wait, you just said that once. <laughs> but that's, did you watch 24? No. That would never in my head win. I only knew that because it was a question on HQ. Oh. And I lost. We should see if they'll sponsor the podcast. <laughs> I don't think so. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, Big Little Lies, as much as I'm thrilled that it won and it deserves to win everything, you can feel that it's sort of like a wet blanket. Yeah. I think people are sort of over them, like all being so thrilled for each other. I mean, it was last summer that that came yeah. out. Yeah. You know? But like when Reese came out, it got a, she got a huge applause. Yeah. But when the movie won, it got an okay applause. Yeah. It's weird. People love them. I just don't know. I think they're sort of like over it. Also, it winning everything again, it makes the hype for season two almost so high it will never be reached. I don't think so. I'm nervous for what the second season's about to be. I hope it's good. I know, me too. And I hope Laura Dern, like, kills somebody. Like, I, <laughs> I want it to be like... Is she in it, too? Oh, all of them. Really? Yes. Oh, that's good. Except for... Uh, no, I won't say. I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't watched the first one. If you haven't watched the first one, you're missing out because it is quality TV. Yeah. It's soapy. No. It's like a soap opera. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, anything else you want to add about Golden Globes? Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas is too old to be rolled out. That's not cute. He looked... I can't tell which was worse. His face or Barbara Streisand's? Yeah. Barbara Streisand <laughs> needs... If you have surgery... Here's the thing about plastic surgery. Kim Kardashian could also take this lesson. If you've had surgery and doesn't look good, it's fine. Sit out. Yeah. You can come back next year. When it's all fixed up. When it's all like it's Relaxed. settled. And we can see your eyeballs again. Yeah. And you can see the room. And... She looked like a fortune cookie. Like, she looked so bad. She looks like a lion. Did you ever watch that? You need to Google. That 90s, like, CBS version of oh, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. That's what she looks like yeah. as the Beast. I completely agree. I mean, she looks just... And she looked bad on the Netflix thing, but tonight, I mean, she looked bad. Also, like, her lip has disappeared. Her top lip is, like, gone. Um, but Kirk Douglas looked so bad. And him trying to talk. I mean, it was just... And also, they, like I said... They just had him on yeah, there a couple years ago. Yeah, it was a years few years ago. ago. And he never even won a Golden Globe. They even showed that in the clip. So, like, I'm not sure he's the person we need to keep wheeling out, literally. What was the reason behind him coming out Because he's 100. And won. So? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. But, like, why is he... Oh, enough. There are other legends. Where's Clint Eastwood? <laughs> like, there's other legends they could be strolling out at these things. You know, Clint Eastwood's a big Republican. Okay, that's not related, but, uh, you know, that's sad. Maybe he'll read Fire and Fury or whatever that book's called. You're going to read it after I'm done? Absolutely not. You don't even want to know how... Uh, I read the bullet points on The Hollywood Report. Donald Trump eats McDonald's? 
Now that I like. And he drinks 12 Diet Cokes a day. I know. You also saw that woman said she lived to 104 because she drinks like 100 Diet Cokes a day. I don't think I that's... I said I'm living to 115. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, I had one more thing to... Oh, Daniel Kalua is that his name? How you pronounce his name? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. From Get Out? Take the joke. Seth Meyers made a joke at the beginning. He sat there bitter-faced. Take the joke. If you're going to be on a war show, smile, laugh, have a good time. Yeah. It doesn't make you look good to sit there like stone face, like I can't enjoy myself. Also, in the clip, four seconds before that, he was laughing at a different joke. So I was like, just as camera's on, you don't act all big and bad. I was going to say, was that the joke? Like him pretending like it's not funny? It wasn't funny. Um, okay. Anything else you want to add? Um, no, I thought it was a great time. Oscar nominations are on Wednesday. And it didn't really run over, which is kind of amazing. This Wednesday? Oscar nominations are the 10th. I thought voting is till... Oh, no, you're right. I hope I'm right. I'm ready for it. I'm, like, itching. I only need to see, like, two more movies. Wait, maybe they're voting for the... No, there's no way. I heard that they were voting until the 12th. <sighs> Somebody Google. I'm we have Googling. people in the room. Okay, um, next we're going to talk about... The, if, oh, also Kelly Clarkson's there. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! <laughs> um, next we're going to talk about The Post. The Post, honestly, like, at the end of the day, if there's a Meryl Streep movie in award season, that is, like, my first headline priority uh, what does that say you can speak nominations are the 24th oh he's looking at something from last year robert don't throw me off oh my gosh okay if there's a meryl street movie in the race that's my number one priority in film even if it's not the biggest movie of the year that to me has my heart like it just i love her i always want her to win i always want her movie to go like above and beyond I didn't say what the movie was about. If you haven't read anything about it, it's about the Pentagon Papers being released in the Washington Post, the woman who ran the Post, and the man who was, like, her number two, basically, deciding whether or not to release the Pentagon Papers. Yes. It stars Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, directed by Steven Spielberg. So, in theory, it is, like, an A-list home run of home runs. Um, Nomination starts on January 5th and runs for eight days. So, you're right. That's the 12th. Rob, don't bring me an article. I need an answer. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are animals. Okay. Adrian, what did you feel? Um, I literally hated it. There, I told Isaac, my friend, I said there are about five minutes of the movie I could talk about me enjoying. I thought it was slow. I thought it was boring. I think Tom Hanks is literally the worst actor of all time. Meryl Streep was great, but also, like, the same person she's played 5,000 times. Yeah. You know? There were other people in that movie who did a better job than they did, I think. Carrie Coon. What's her name from A Waitress? What's her name? Jesse Mueller. <laughs> uh, the other guy. How did she get in uh, that? The, There are so many people that I just don't understand. First I turned around, the post is literally on the TV. Oh, uh, speaking <laughs> of the devil, they knew. Um, okay, I didn't hate it. I actually liked the movie. I thought it was a fine movie. It is very Steven Spielberg. Like, it is literally exactly as advertised. So if you have expectations that they're saving the best for the movie, they're not. And that is a very common theme with Meryl Streep movies. If they have a big, powerful punch in the trailer, that's the big, powerful punch in the movie. They're yeah. not hiding or saving a moment for like you to see later. Um, Meryl definitely was Meryl. 
And I was fine with that. I think she's going to get nominated. It will be another footnote in her book of many wonderful roles. But there was nothing extraordinary about this one. Yeah. Tom Hanks, I honestly did not really like in this. I thought he was kind of annoying. And I and what's weird is the last like five years, he's been making movies that I didn't really love the movies necessarily. Like Captain Phillips was a fine movie. Rob, if you come January up with that answer. It's January 23rd. I have the email on my thing. From the Academy. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm so wrong. Sorry. I'm You're sorry. You're awake. I don't know why I saw it. I Googled today. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm sweating a little. It's because I'm talking so fast. Okay, we need to talk faster. We have a lot to get through. Okay, the post, it was just okay. Yeah. Tom Hanks was not very good. That's what I was going to say. Meryl Streep was fantastic as always. But I want something different from her. That is my challenge for her. She needs to be the mom in Lady Bird. Like, that's the kind of role I want to see her in. It's like Meryl Streep with no wig, with her loose, hippie, blonde hair in regular clothes, being Meryl Streep in a current setting. Yeah. That is the movie I want. And not It's Complicated either, which I do love and is, like, fantastic. But, like, I want her to be, like, a normal person in a dramatic movie. Do you ever think about, had she been in that awful Lily Tomlin movie, how great it would have been? Grandma. That's what I want. I want her to just be Meryl in 2017 or 18, whatever year. That's it. Next, we're going to talk about Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. (laughs) Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle is a sequel to Jumanji. Or a reboot. What is it? It's a sequel. Yeah. It stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What's his face? Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart, Jack, Jack Black, Black Nick, Jonas. Nick Jonas, Nat Wolf, and some girl from Doctor Who. Yeah. So good. It was very funny. Jack Black especially was super duper funny. Oh, yeah. I wasn't really expecting to like it, to be honest. But you texted me five minutes before I saw it and said it was great. And so I thought, well, if Adrian liked it, it must be pretty good. Because that is not your kind of movie. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, it can't be too bad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was great. My only complaint, honestly, was or what I found was bizarre is that they're all A-list movie stars and that girl is not. Isn't that kind of weird? It is It is crazy, but it's to me, that's a, a good thing for her. Oh, definitely. You I know? hope it raises her profile in some grand way. And also and did very good. well, too, didn't oh, it? It's, it was number one this weekend. It yeah. beat, like, everything. Insidious, which I saw on Friday. You did? Yeah. Why didn't you say anything? Because I was waiting for Alana to get off work. Y'all had already seen a movie that day, that's why. But save your money save your movie it's not even worth the free movie literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen that old woman though she is good and needs to get in a real movie every time like why are you doing this mess but it's over so maybe she'll that's really all I mean the only thing I didn't like about Jumanji ultimately was that it had nothing to do with the old Jumanji well of course I mean it's a reboot it's like a spinoff is there gonna be a sequel I I guarantee you there will be because it made so much money it's made like 500 million dollars or something (laughs) yeah and it hasn't even opened in China, which is, like, the other big, like, market. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, next, we're going to talk about The Greatest Showman, starring Hugh Jackman. Why are you saying it like that? The Greatest Showman. Yeah. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Yeah. The Greatest Showman, starring <laughs> Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron, Zendaya, Michelle Williams, that big girl from Waitress on Broadway, and, um, did I miss anybody? 
It's about PT Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. It's about PT Barnum. Efron. I said Zach Efron. Zendaya. I, you're just naming the people I just named. <laughs> uh, it's about PT Barnum and the Barnum and Bailey circuit. Who's Bailey? I don't know. They just didn't never come circle back to that. That's all I kept thinking the whole movie was. Is Zach Efron Bailey? No. No. <laughs> uh, Maybe that was later on. Yeah. It's about P.T. Barnum and him starting the circus, essentially. It's a musical, so I was in. 150%. If it's a musical, I'm there. Like, Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. Won't be there. Literally looks awful, but I cannot wait. Like, the commercial gave me chills. No, it didn't. Oh, when they start singing and Amanda Seyfried sings, I'm like, sold. I love a musical. You don't love a musical? I mean, if it's good, the last good movie musical I saw was La La Land. And then before that was Hairspray. And before that was Rent. Rent is not good. Yeah. The movie is literally... T- okay. Okay, we're speaking on. We're going we're gonna to move, move forward. Um, it's not... It's just not very good. But luckily, people love it. So obviously, I missed something. Did people clap in your theater? Yes. In yeah. North Carolina. First of all, did I tell you when we saw Dreamgirls, my dad stood up for Jennifer Hudson... Uh, like a lot of people in the my dad did. I was like, y'all, she ain't here. <laughs> She's not feeling this in some weird way. I was like, why are y'all standing? Like, I mean, I understand clapping or whatever, but like. You've never had a standing ovation in a movie theater? Yeah, that one. I didn't stand up. I was like. Or like after a movie? No. Only movie I did was Black Swan when I was in high school. Were people in the movie? Like, were they there, the people? No. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was bizarre. Mm-mm. This movie sucked. It just wasn't very good. But again, it's like I it needs to be on like ABC Family. That's what I needed to go in thinking. The problem with a lot of movies that come out during award season is that there is an expectation that they are of a certain caliber of film. Yeah, that simply is not how they got Michelle Williams. I will never understand because she is like a hundred for a hundred. This was her, like, Kate Winslet moment. You know how, like, the last couple of years, Kate Winslet's, like, decided she's not going to be very good. Yeah. Like, just do whatever. Yeah. This was her, like, I'm just going to do a fun movie. You saw The Mountain Between Us? N- no, I wanted to, but I just didn't. They only were playing it, like, at 1 o'clock in the morning and 3 in the afternoon. It was, like, only playing two times. Um, but it just, but the music is so good. My biggest complaint and favorite part of the entire yeah. movie is that skinny woman. Rebecca Ferguson. Singing the song. Yeah. That moment was like the moment in the movie to yeah, me. Yeah. This is me, which is like the big song. Totally. I honestly thought they sort of threw it away in the movie. I completely agree. Because first of all, it came right after another song. Yeah. And they didn't have a big build. Yeah. The bigger build for those like people was when they were in the bar. Exactly. I'm sorry. I just don't want to watch this story about the circus coming to be in like the 1500s or whatever time yeah. period they were in. And they're doing hip hop dancing. Like it just does not flow. I'm sorry. I don't want that. The 1500s. You know Christopher Columbus. But, yeah. That's what they were doing. They were sailing the seas and hip hopping and twerking. Though the Rebecca Ferguson woman. Yeah. She sang. But it pissed me off that she was an opera singer and she and sang, sang pop music. Yeah. I, I was like, no I don't sense. like that. Yeah. And also that voice coming out of her frame. Yeah. She would literally break in half if she sang like that. I don't think so. But when I watched the movie, I had, you know, I hate pulling out my phone in a movie other than to check the time and maybe see a text. But like I had to pull it out because I needed to Google to make sure that wasn't her singing. Mm Because I thought if that's her, that woman needs to, she, Rebecca Ferguson needs to be a singer. Mm -hmm. Because like that's real singing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I did like Michelle Williams' voice, too. Oh, yeah. Even though it was great. auto-tuned to death. Also, you know I liked that little boy song at the beginning. Uh, you're such a joke. I mean, I love I mean, I, I like Opportunity from Annie. But, yeah. 
that woman's song though always oh, so good but my biggest complaint about that whole song is there's no second verse yeah it's basically on the album on, but... I want the full song yeah. I don't want a movie cut of the song yeah Ugh. it wasn't a... I'll say one more thing I'm sorry I'm heated about a musical a musical needs to be handled a certain way and you can tell the people who made this movie don't have the care that's needed Les Mis which I know you didn't like no I hate but that. it is made well it is a well-made movie. Yeah. The mixing is good. The singing, it all flows naturally. In this, it was like a movie where they stuck in music and dancing. Yeah, the volume levels like weren't right. They were singing very, like their lip syncing wasn't good. It just like, it wasn't handled well. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm obviously too upset about it. The Shape of Water is what we're going to talk about next. Ugh. Shape of Water, are you exhausted? Yeah, my brain hurts. I'm sorry. Y'all, we don't talk for a month, and then next week we'll have nothing to talk about. We're going to keep going. Shape of Water is Guillermo... What's say his name? Guillermo del Toro. The guy who did Pan's Labyrinth's new movie. It stars... What's her face? Sally Hawkins, Octavia Spencer, Michael Shannon, Michael Stuhlbarg. That's just about it. Um, and Doug it's about Jones. this woman who works in a like science lab who falls in love with a sea creature. Glorious movie. I loved it. Yeah. It definitely was a little heavier than I was expecting from the commercial. Yeah. But it was phenomenal. My friend Julia at work said she had to look away because it was a little gory. But I don't... Do you get bothered by gore like that? The only part of that I can see her saying that is with him with the fingers. Yeah. But that was like such a shock and awe moment. I was like, what are we watching? Also, I sat beside this woman who was... And she literally screamed when that part happened. Like, when they did the thing, she was like, ah! Like, I was like, oh. it made me jump. I was like, oh. Like, I was just so taken aback by that. Um, also, it reminded me to tell you what I almost tweeted today, and I made Alana stop me, because I was like, oh my god, I'm going to get crucified on Twitter by nobody. Um, anyway. By our four followers. Yeah, exactly. By, like, Danny Linhart. Um, so, anyway. It was fantastic. Sally Hawkins was so good. Oh, what's yeah. the guy's name? We didn't even say his name. He no. got nominated today. Doug, no. What's the guy? The older guy. Michael Shannon. No, the other older guy. The gay roommate. Oh, from Burn After Reading. Yes, he was fantastic. Sorry, I'm mis forgetting your name. I'm talking too fast. Um, but, yeah, anyway, it's definitely an artsy, fartsy movie. If you liked Pan's Labyrinth, watch it. If you like... Titanic, but an adult sci-fi version. This is it. Exactly right. Next, we're very quickly... I'm sorry, we're going so fast, but we have to get through it. Next, we're going to talk about Molly's Game. Molly's Game stars Jessica Chastain and Idris Elba. It's Aaron Sorkin's directorial debut, and it's about Molly Bloom, who ran like a celebrity poker room 10 years ago. Yeah. In L.A. and New York. It's a true story... There were some parts that were embellished because you know I had to read the news. Newsweek is the one to go to. If you ever want to look at like fact versus fiction from a movie, they always post an article every single time. And theirs are like, they hit the points I need to hit. Um, And it's the biggest complaint I had about it. First of all, I loved it. Yes. Two big complaints. Number one, it was long. Mm Mm-hmm. Two and a half hours is a long time, and I have to pee at some point. <laughs> but I didn't pee. I held it because I really wanted to watch the movie. But by the end, I was, like, about to burst. I thought like my bladder was going to just pop. Did you feel that? No. Great. Um, <laughs> number two, her wig. I, 
I just don't understand why Jessica Chastain needed to have a wig for a hairstyle that was literally her hairstyle. Darker. Darker. Yeah. They have temporary hair dye. Also, Rob, who's sitting in the room, has had better wig days than that. Yeah. And she's in a million, million, million dollar movie. Right. There's just no excuse. And my biggest challenge for Hollywood in 2019 is don't make movies about skating with CGI. But how else are you going to do it? First of all, the skating that she was doing, what's her face in Tanya Harding? Yeah. That was a very low budget movie, and she was trying to do very intricate things. Yeah. And she was saying the stunt doubles that they hired couldn't even do some of the stuff they were trying mm-hmm. to have them do. This movie, she was skating backwards. Yeah. I thought, take some lessons for two months. If you're trying to be the actress, Jake Gyllenhaal and <laughs> his podcast, he was talking about how for Nightcrawler, he, or no, what's the other one was a cop? end of watch yeah he was a cop for five months yeah you have to skate in a movie for 30 seconds go to the sportsplex or whatever it's called out here as a sportsplex in hillsborough and skate for a couple weeks to go backwards my dad roller skated backwards and he can barely zip up his pants so i'm telling y'all like that was so inexcusable to me when that cgi came across her face yeah i was like "Uh uh-uh it's bad there also one other thing i'll say Jessica Chastain has this way of speaking that is not organic to a human. Literally exactly what I was about to say. There were points when she was talking to Idris Elba in the lawyer's office and there was cutting back and forth. And I was like, this isn't a real conversation. You know what I mean? I think she's a phenomenal actress. Me too. And I actually really like her. Like, she's so likable to me. And obviously stunning. And this is not appropriate for the podcast, but she has quite a bosom. Yeah. In this movie, I was like, dang, she got some breasts. <laughs> I'm sorry to say breasts, but I mean, really, that's what it is. Um, but she, there's just something, it's like she was raised by a, like a Victorian woman in like the 18th century and then dropped off in 2018. <laughs> right. Like there's something that doesn't feel like she went to high school with you. Yeah. But Molly Bloom went to high school at one point. So, yeah. like, there's, like, I don't know. There's, like, something that does And it works when she does these period movies. Yeah. But when she's doing stuff now, I'm, like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. But I still love her, and I think she... I don't think she's going to win for this, but she will win. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Definitely. She's, like, yeah. the new Kate Winslet. Of course. Where she's going to get nominated, like, every two years, and then eventually she'll win. Yeah, I agree. And then ten years from now, she'll be making terrible movies that we don't like. Which she already has done. What? That line where she, the zookeeper's wife. Oh, but she was good in that. The movie just sucked. Honestly, I didn't like what was the one about 9-11 that you loved. Which one? Dark 30. Ugh. I, I, let's not get into it. Um, okay. Next, we're, the last movie we're going to talk about, which Adrian didn't see, so I'll go really quick. I'm sure we forgot a lot of movies. We saw a lot of stuff. I know we did. Pitch Perfect 3. Yeah, nice. I'll very quickly talk about it. <laughs> it wasn't good. But it was fun. Pitch Perfect 3, perfect example. If you like What's-Her-Face, Melissa McCarthy, where she throws her body on the ground (laughs) and, like, runs from the cops and, like, slams her belly around, (laughs) you will like it. Like, it's it's funny, and that's... It's Rebel Wilson is funny. Like, that's it. The rest of it is so... I mean, it's literally a commercial for the other movies. Is this the last one for sure? No, now they're saying it's not going to be, because it made so much money, and they cost, like, $1 to produce because they can get (laughs) Esther Dean and that girl who whispers for, like, $1. So they don't, it can be, like, there's no budget necessary. But right. so they're saying Haley Steinfeld is going to pop back up. Yeah. And then they'll have new people. Which I thought was what was happening this time. So she's going to be the one that, like, inherits the franchise. Yeah. Also, let's be real. She only puts out one song a year. Yeah. She's not doing nothing else. No, I agree. Um, 
Did you like your murder? <laughs> yeah, I'm on <laughs> Okay. Um, I have two TV shows to very quickly talk about. Oh, geez. What are they? Number one, 911, which I was very excited for because I love Connie Britton. I watched it today. You don't like Angela Bassett? I watched it today. And my, uh, Peter, I almost said Michael Krause, who went to college with me. Peter Krause is also in it from Six Feet Under. Didn't watch it. Who's fantastic. Show. Is he on Parenthood, Robert? Yeah, so. Okay. Um, which I also didn't watch. Um, so anyway, uh, it's about exactly what it is. 911. You call 911. Connie Britton answers. Peter Krause is a fireman and Angela Bassett is a cop. Well, I didn't think really far enough to think, well, Connie Britton, that means she's going to be sitting on a phone in a box the entire show. And her part is literally five minutes. I understand now why she did the show because it she can do whatever she wants because she probably films for like 45 minutes. <laughs> I mean, she looked like she just rolled out of bed, but she was fantastic. I mean, I love her and she is, it's like Meryl. I love her no matter what because Connie is just, she just gets acting and yeah. how to be relatable and like normal. Um, and Angela Bassett was fine, but I mean, it just, it's a procedural, which I don't like. Or it's just a new drama every week. Exactly. It's like yeah. in this one, they cut a baby out of a toilet. <laughs> Oh my God. First of all, the one that pisses me off the most is in the billboards, which I'm sure you've seen. There's oh, a guy the hanging off a roller coaster. Yeah. If you're hanging off a roller coaster, you're not calling 911 because by the time somebody rolls up, you're going to be dead. That's not an example of when you call 911. Well, they're not is like calling. When you swallowed a hamster or a Richard Gear with a hamster of his butt. Like, you don't call 911 when you're hanging off the thing. He didn't call it. Somebody else did. That pisses me off. I don't know why. Ouch. Um, but, so they cut a baby out of a toilet. They, um, of course, successfully, a girl gets choked by a big snake that's like, what What do you call it? Like Britney Spears' snake. Um, what else happened? I mean, it was like, it never ended. This girl, there's a robber in a girl's house, and the guy uses the fire hose to, like, spray the robber down. I was like, what am I watching? And if that's what's going to end, of course, it's Ryan Murphy, who was, like, drama queen to the queens. And so, which I love on Feud, but not in, like, a weekly show where it's, like, Law & Order SVU. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'll probably watch it again because of Connie. Yeah, but I don't. You want don't have to, to set it up as like it's terrible. You can just say I'll watch it again. But I don't want to. We all know you will. Finally, I'm going to talk about the four, which Adrian also didn't watch and didn't even remember what it was. So that's how much of a hit it was. Do you have something to say? No. The four is the Fox's attempt to have American Idol after they got rid of American Idol. Did you see Megan Trainor walking out of the sex store with the boy from Star with all Wars? The sex toys. Sex toys. I told Robert the only thing that I think that the only reason I can accept that is that she was doing like those were like gag gifts or something. Otherwise, I don't think she would be that blunt to be doing that. I know she likes to talk about her sex life and all that. Do you like Megan Trainor in this setting? Maybe where she's hosting some reality show. Yeah, you don't like if I was you, I want to be. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was a bob. I heard it in the car the other day. I was like, "Well, she's a judge, right?" Yeah. So they basically they're uh, yeah. It's her, DJ Khaled, who is one hundred percent done. Never. He was in Pitch Perfect. He sucked. He was in this. He sucks. I don't need to hear somebody say "bless up" before they have a casual sentence. That's not cute. It's cute on Snapchat and on a commercial where he sells like. And Geico or whatever he's selling, <laughs> pitching this week. Or like on Chelsea Handler when he was doing those things with like the maid. Yeah. That was funny. This is like, I don't, like in real, se- can you imagine listening to that all day? Oh, that being said, the songs are bops. 
that one with Rihanna is a bop. Um, anyway, it, they they have four artists that are pre-selected. They skip the audition process, right? And then people come in and battle those people, and they're developing those four people as artists and building like their brand. Apparently, is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Not good. No chemistry between any of those people. It's like it just it takes a long time, and they're not going to give this show the time it needs to, for that to be a real thing mm-hmm. because they want it to be like an instant success. American Idol was like a once in a lifetime thing that is not going to. And The Voice only worked because it was already a very pre developed franchise somewhere else. So by the time it got here, it was like a machine. And they had really good people the first time. Yeah. This Diddy and DJ Khaled and some little short, not that that matters, but some little, I should say some music producer guy who like thinks he's hot stuff and he's like trying to be mean and Simon Cowell. It's like, no. And Megan, no. And Fergie is the host. Sorry, it wasn't good. Remember her doing backflips on the Today Show? Literally. (laughs) (laughs) The last thing we're going to talk about, and then we're going to get to our things, oh and then God. I'm going to let y'all go. This is our longest podcast of all time. And it's just me running my mouth and you looking at me <laughs> like I'm an animal. Half the stuff I have, I don't even know what you're talking about. Finally, we're going to talk about Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't care. Did I you, hate him. Justin, you do? No. Did you like, I'm bringing sex in. Yeah, that was the last yeah. time I liked him. No. Really? Justin Timberlake has a new song called Filthy. It's off his new album, Man of the Woods. He hasn't had a song in years. And yeah. when this came out, it made me realize why. Um, did you like the 2020 experience? I literally can't name a single song off of he that. He had, I'll be on my suit and tie, suit and tie. Which Dumb. sucked. And wasn't good. Yeah. What was the one he had that was, it's like, in my mirror. Oh, that yeah. was a bop. Yeah. But other than that, it was all just okay. This was not good. It also felt like a song that came out 15 years ago. And Man of the Woods, where he's wearing a flannel and walking around this, like, cornfield. And he comes out with, like, some techno song where he, like, has dubstep beats. And he's in the video, like, making a robot dance. The video is embarrassing. It's like a McDonald's commercial. Like, it is so... (laughs) If if Justin Timberlake of, like, 2005 saw this, he would be embarrassed. And I was embarrassed for him. Him, like, trying to moonwalk. I was like, no, baby girl. You ain't got it no more. That was embarrassing. But you're excited for the Super Bowl? Only if Janet Jackson comes out. Honestly, that's what all. What time it is? 9-1-1. It's a sign. Just stop the crime. It's a sign of the times. Um, yeah. It just wasn't good. And then I started to realize, do I really like Justin Timberlake? No. But do I like some of his songs? Yes. Okay. Um, our question of the week comes from Ezekiel, which I'm obsessed with that name. I like that. It's in the Bible. It's I biblical. know it is. Uh, if you're not named after that, that's great. It's a great name. Um, is Star Wars losing steam? That's all it was. One sentence. No question mark? No question mark. And the signature, Ezekiel. Um, I would say not. In the grand scheme, I think not. I think more than losing steam, it's just people get... It's like Harry Potter. They all sort of like the last couple like weren't as big, but then the last one was really big. Mm -hmm. Star Wars, when it first came back, of course, everybody's going to be super duper into it. And then if it comes out once a year, it's like 
It's, it's oversaturated. Still, yeah, exactly. And they also, it's just not enough time passes with them doing once a year. It's like, we like I work in retail, we get Star Wars stuff every time they have a movie. We still have stuff from Rogue One. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not quite as like special. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's losing steam. I thought the movie was perfectly fine. I loved it. And I saw it twice. I can't wait for the... Is the next one the last one? Of this one, yeah. But then what happens? The guy who directed this one and the one that's coming after this also got signed to do three new original movies. Like directly after these end? No, because then the Han Solo movie comes out. So I think his next three will come after Han Solo. So it's going to be still like one every year? I think so. For like ever and ever? Yeah. For a uh, long time. Oof, that makes me tired just thinking about I know. it. Oh, is Adam Driver not going to be in the other three? I'm not no. interested. No, that's, the storyline will be over. I have to be honest. We went to JC. This is so stupid of me to say out loud. We went to JCPenney with my mom. I went to the mall like 50 times while I was home. And Walmart, literally more times than I can count on both hands and toes. No joke. I went like three times a day. And you don't, in the South, when you're like bored, you go to Walmart. You're like, oh, I forgot ham. I need to run to Walmart. Like, oh, I need a marker. I'll go to Walmart. Like, oh, I got 15 minutes to kill. We'll stop by Walmart. Like, you just go all day. No, thank you. It's fun, but it's kind of bizarre. <laughs> like, it, when I'm here, I'm like, I never, like, go to Walmart. Because it's far in Burbank. And the other one is in Crenshaw Baldwin Hills. Actually, that closed. Um, don't agree, Robert. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, they had an, I don't know. This is a stupid story. I'm not telling you. Thank you so much for your question, Ezekiel. We hope you have a great week. And if you have a question for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Your song of the week. Mine is from the new Fifty Shades movie. It's a bop. For You by Liam Payne and Rita Ora. In your eyes, I'm alive. Inside your beautiful something so unusual. In your eyes, I know I'm home. Every tear, every fear. Gone with the thought of you changing what I thought I'd do. such a bop also Rita Ora who you know I have problems with yeah because she's not famous or talented no she she bought a ticket to the Met Ball she bought a ticket to the Met Ball and they not only did she they called her out like on every single thing like they released it into the world that like these people are invited these people bought tickets and like she <laughs> bought a ticket the other people were like not celebrities like like you know what I mean somebody's publicist that right. makes sense but like she's a celebrity right Woof. <laughs> um, anyway, the three songs that she's come out with in the recent Spitting Distance, that Your Song, yeah, Anywhere, yeah, and This are all good. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? In the right moment, I could be in your corner. This is the right moment. 
And I also like that Fifty Shades, the last one with Taylor and Zane, mm-hmm. was very much in the style of the first movie. And this is a little different, which yeah, I like. Exactly. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be big. I love it. Um, I was surprised they had two One Direction people back to back. That is shocking. But I guess now they're in the world, they're all individual artists. As long as it's not Louis, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, and again, did you ever in a million years think Nile would be the one we hear on the radio all the time? No. Literally, all of his songs have done well. Anyway, um, my song of the week is Finesse by Bruno Mars featuring Cardi B. song is such a bop like it's fun to just like walk to yeah like to put it on while you're like walking from a to b <laughs> that mean the end of story that's all i have to say yeah i like it but i still think cardi b is like 50 percent overrated no. i love her like i love what do you call she's it she's the perfect i make money moves yeah. no Nicki minaj is the perfect version of her no. i still think she's like Nicki minaj's like sister like the one that you don't like quite as much to me like, Nicki Minaj could come out with any of these songs and be a million times better than I'm at Money Move. These are bloody shoes. You know what I mean? It's like I, Nicki Minaj made that like 10 years ago. It sounds like I was an just album watching song. Uh, videos of Cardi B fighting on Love and Hip Hop. They're good. She threw a shoe at somebody on the reunion program. Literally at her chest. And you hear it go. They have like <laughs> a best of Cardi B? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I'll watch that. But not fighting, just like best of Cardi B. She's so crazy and fun. Okay. This week you're looking forward to, I wrote Oscar nominations, which aren't coming out this nope. week. So I literally, I'm literally at a loss weeks. for words. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I have two Oscar movies to see. Maybe that's what I'm looking forward to. Which I need are? to see All the Money in the World, which I might not even need to see. Yeah. And honestly, I wouldn't be pressed about it because it looks terrible. Yeah. And uh, Phantom Thread. And then I think I'm done. There you go. You? I'm going to Santa Barbara on Thursday. Do you ever just sit still, Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. What's going to be there? My friend Chris from high school. What are you going to eat? Mm, there's a really good pizzeria there. Okay. And finally, your goober of the week. I would say um, Kirk Douglas. I make money. Move. I have it stuck in my head now. I blame you. Well, Kirk Douglas. I mean, Catherine Zeta-Jones also in full lingerie. Yeah. I mean, she looks great, but, like, I don't know if I need to see her cheek at this point. Maybe she's my goober of the week for, like, approving the fact that she was like, okay, I'll go out with her. She was thrilled to be invited. You know she's getting sued. By who? She is part of that lawsuit against Feud because she portrayed that woman. 
they're suing. You know, you read about that on Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. So she's like, but she's in the lawsuit. Like, if they lose, she has to also pay some sort of fine. Because she agreed to it. Because she was it. Which is wild. They won't win. Uh, I mean, that woman won't win. First of all, she's like 100. Lady Olivia de Havilland or whatever, sit down. Because you're going to be rolled out next. And we're going to make fun of you on this podcast. Um, My group of the week is Mariah Carey. God bless her. I love her more than like I ever will be able to explain. Stop performing on anything. On the New Year's thing, she sucked with a T. <laughs> so bad. She sang Vision of Love and Hero. First of all, if you can't sing like up to par, don't do ballads where you have to throw notes. Vision of Love is not a song that you just sing on an off day. Sing like Sweet Sweet Fantasy or somewhere you can just run around and have a good time. You don't need to sing like your best, biggest ballad. When you're, like, off. And everybody made a joke about it, and everybody was thrilled because she said, oh, I was supposed to have hot tea. That became, like, the joke of the whole thing. Yeah. But, I, you know, I don't care about the joke. I want to hear the notes. And, like, I played that video of Celine Dion. That's how you should sound if you're a legend. Like, you are on the A of your game every single time. If not, do what Aretha Franklin does and sit at home. Yeah. I agree. Period. Yeah. I love Mariah Carey, but she is literally ruining everything that anybody likes about her. She becomes more and more of a joke every single day. Yeah. Sad. Depressing. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I love her. And I did like that song with Miguel. If that was what her career was now, I'd be 100% in. But when she makes... Let's sing it. Uh... Uh, you're beautiful, right? That yeah, was it. That was such a good song. I do like. That I'm gonna song. listen to it after that. Um, now I'm gonna listen. To it. I make bloody shoes. This bloody shoes. That's all I know. That one verse, <laughs> and she says the f word a lot. I played it at home, and my dad, and my brother, both turned red. They don't listen to this. Um, per, my dad. Oh. Uh, I'm not going to say that. Um, God bless. My dad tried to ask me how to figure out, listen to the podcast. I was like, it's not worth it. He has a, literally one of those phones that slides up and you text. He was also saying he wanted to get movie pass. I said, well, who's going to check you in? He said, I'll get Parker to go with me. I said, I'm not signing you up for that. Um, okay. That's our podcast. We haven't had one of these in a long time, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Almost as long as Let's Chat with Mikey Majesty or that other boy's ripping off our title. <laughs> Mikey Majesty, if you listen to this, we know we got you on check. Our lawyers are calling you. And you better be glad that you don't have a big following or we'd be after you. I'd be sending you a DM and not a nice one. Um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you want to follow us outside this podcast, you can watch our videos on youtube.com slash c slash chat with curry. That's not it. You can follow us on youtube.com slash c slash curry on facebook.com slash let's chat with This is our worst episode and our best, like all in one. Our facebook.com slash... Let's chat with Curry on Instagram at Curry Terrell at Adrian J. Gomez on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at yo Adrian J. Gomez. And oh, I hit the table. I know. Um, and like just cancel us. I literally and, can't believe how fast you're talking. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get through it. I'm red and I'm like, I feel drunk. Um, what did I say? Wait, I had one more. Oh, and if you have a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. We thank you so much for listening. As always, we're so excited to spend 2018 with you. See you in five weeks. Don't say that. We're going to have one this weekend. I'm going on vacation. When do you come back? In five weeks. What? Yeah. No, stop it. Don't confuse me. Thank you. Love y'all. Bye.